Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, and you'll be joining me with my co-hosts and guests as we dive into how doing your inner work, or the beautiful work, is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. We hope you discover your passions, your purpose, and your fulfillment. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work, or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life with Laurel and Laurel. Today we have a really cool episode to kick off the new year for you in a different kind of way. We hope it's going to be a different kind of way, don't we, Laurel? Yes, we do. We do. Different kind of invitation to thinking about setting goals for the new year. One of my favorite things to do, I I have to tell you. Yeah, well, it's interesting. So, um, Okay, so our topic today for our listeners is setting goals for a beautiful life. So thinking a little like we want you to like feel into the reality of, you know, we get really caught up usually in setting goals for work, career, um, sometimes for sports, you know, something we want to accomplish, right? But we don't think of it in a more like yummy way of if I really want to live a beautiful life, you know, what would my goals be to actually achieve that, right? And so we want to invite you into thinking that way today. And hopefully the whole month of January, you'll think like that and kick Mm -hmm. off the year so that you can really feel like you're starting, you know, to live the beautiful life you want. That's a great way to frame it. When I think about yummy goals, what are those? Because a lot of times my goals, you know, I have some pretty perpetual goals that are tied to my physical fitness, um, my household projects. Some of those really feel much more like task and not yummy goals. But what I love about the way that you framed it, as you were speaking, it reminded me that oftentimes we set goals because we aspire to be different in the future. Mm -hmm. And what I love about goals to create a beautiful life is that each and every day that we, this is our life each and every day. It's not a big aspiration for the future. It's how are you going to create that beautiful life? Yeah. Yeah. Each and every day. I know. I know. It's so cool. It's so cool to think of it that way. And it's also, I think that what I want to say about the bigger process of this for anyone who's tuned in and really going to get on board with this way of thinking is the more quickly you resonate, you know, if you, you change your state, the state that you, that you're in to be living the way you want to live, the more rapidly everything in your life changes. And so it's really about changing our inner state. And when we think about goals for a beautiful life, it's really, then it becomes more about, ultimately it is about changing our state, 
and we'll talk, we'll speak into that and we'll even give you some suggestions at the end. So stay with us. So we'll give you some ideas of how, how to, how to do this process, right? Yeah. Yes, because it is a process. It is a process and it's such a, you know, look, there's parts of it that are messy. There's parts of it that are ugly. You know, when we talk about the beautiful work, we know that it can be hard. We know that it can be painful at times, but the reality is when we walk through that, what we're doing is developing these muscles to learn how to carry that kind of experience and be in that kind of experience and evolve from that experience. And then we feel like it's worth it, right? We're not just sitting in the pain. We don't feel like we've just been there and nothing's come from it, right? The goal is to feel like everything that we experience, something good comes from it eventually. And mm -hmm. so that's the, that's the pathway that we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. What a good reminder. It is messy. And sometimes it's dark, painful, uncomfortable, but it reminds me of any, any form of creation. Yeah. You know, yes. whether it's artist, pottery, yes. um, you know, growing a garden, there is messy work yeah. that's required in order to have the beautiful outcome of whatever it is that you're creating. And so creating a beautiful life is no different than that. That's right. And our ability to like, you know, be messy in the garden, right? And just go, okay, there's nothing here right now. And I've got maybe weeds and I've got to get those out and get something else in or whatever, you know, like, like really allowing ourselves to know that the whole process, the whole creative experience is, is part of the, the yumminess, the juiciness, right, of living the beautiful life. And so even the messy parts, we want to, we want to learn how to open fully to so that we, we are in that resisting, conflicted place. Instead, we're just going, oh, this is the messy part and I can do this, right? I just got to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. I have visions of myself with dirt on my forehead from wiping my, the sweat <laughs> off my forehead with dirty hands or, you know, or throwing clay, right? That is messy. I know, um, but it's I know. so much fun. Yeah, so good, so good. So Laurel, as you um, you know, think about your process and your you know way of working with clients, even you know, and we think about setting goals and working with like our inner life. I, I want to guess, I'm going to guess, Laurel, because if anybody's been with us for a while, I'm thinking one of the primary questions, right, that you would have people ask is. How do you want to feel? Absolutely. Right. Is that yeah. the beginning? Yeah. Is that the beginning? Um, well, you know, I, it's kind of a three prong um, question that I learned from another coach that I worked with. Um, she was somewhat of a spiritual business coach. She really was such a mentor to me. Um, and it was, um, what do you have to do to be who you want to be? And she would say to have what you want to have, but I've changed that last one to, and feel how you want to feel. Right. So when you think about how you want to feel, you ha really have to go back to who do you have to be to feel that way? Yeah. And what do you have to do in order to be or become who you, who you need to be? Right. What a beautiful pathway. I was just thinking about, um, you know, early on, you know, one of my biggest desires after my first marriage didn't work was to be in a relationship that was healthy, 
romantic, loving, positive, like I knew the words, right? And I feel like what I what I did a little unconsciously, but but I did it, you know, so there's some part of me that knew that this had to happen was, it was asking myself, who do I have to be, right? Who do I have to become to show up in a relationship that way? Because mm-hmm. if I don't feel healthy and I don't feel positive and I don't feel loving, then I'm not going to be able to be that in the relationship, right? So that, I think, was a big part of my personal journey, you know, of like I have some work to do to learn how to have a healthy relationship. I hadn't had a really positive, healthy one in the way that I wanted to have it until I had my next husband come along, which was great. Um, Because you you had done the work. Right. I had done the work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was like ready, you know, I was ready. And, and it wasn't that we didn't have struggles and I wasn't still growing and I didn't have to go through a lot of growing pains because once you encounter the relationship, right, then all your stuff comes up and all the old things eventually emerge. And so you have to, you know, develop all those new patterns of actually being in the healthy relationship, right? But I was so dedicated to becoming that, you know, before it, during it, and now while I'm in it, to maintaining that. And so I think about, you know, what do you want for a beautiful life? You know, for me, I knew that was one of the things I really wanted to have what I thought would be a beautiful life was to have a a significant relationship that was all that, you know? And mm-hmm. I and and I dedicated myself to becoming that, right? And so what did I have to do, right? I had to, I went to counseling. I did a lot of group work with women. I developed my own skills. I had to learn how to feel independent and strong so I didn't show up needy. Like I think about all the things, right, that were involved yes. in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, I think it's, it is really interesting because, you know, maybe some of our listeners, that is a goal for for them. They're setting that goal to have healthier um, happier relationships, right? Um, and so I love the process that you had to go through. You knew you wanted that and you had to do some of the inner work to get to that point where when that gift showed up in your life, yeah. you know, you were willing, able, and capable of accepting that. And that I think is one of the things, the challenges that we get into when we set goals. We set a goal, we put it out there. It's something that we want, but we might not understand what we need to do in order to to receive that outcome. Yeah, exactly. And one of the one of the things that I've really for for me in 2021 that was really big in my learning of um, how to create a beautiful life, how to create a life that you really want to have. I'll refer back to, and I'd refer back to it in other podcasts. It was The Path of Least Resistance by Robert Fritz. And it was really talk. I mean, he, he takes you through this process of being the creator of your life. And, uh, and we've all been groomed to be reactive and responsive to situations rather than coming from a place of saying, how do I want to experience this thing? What is it that I ultimately want? And then what do I have to do 
to make that happen, right? And and that's where the experimentation comes in. And that, you know, sometimes it's not a linear A B C D. Take these steps and you're there, right? And we we love that. We love that in our culture. Everybody's looking for the video that'll give you the steps on how to da 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 da. And your own beautiful life is your own creation. So you can't get steps from somebody else. <laughs> that's right. And I think that um, you know, we've talked about some of these things: resistance and um, and self love and and even you know being aware of who you are and what you need using your voice all of those tie into for me at least you know i can't accomplish a goal without tapping into all of those things that we've talked about before you know using my voice if i don't share my big goals and dreams with others the chances of them you know coming to fruition are probably less than a hundred percent. But when I can dare to speak my own, you know, my heart's desires, my big goals, um, it, I think it's for me, you know, I can continue to move forward with them. I also think, you know, we, I've experienced where I may set a goal and I strive towards that, but I'm always met with some obstacles and that is where the self-awareness comes in, right? And the, and the um, maybe not resisting, but you know, what is it that maybe that is not my, that is not for me. Maybe that is not where I should be putting my time and energy and, and knowing when to uh, call, you know, call time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On a goal that may not be serving me well. I know that's one of the practices that I think is really hard because I think I think culturally when we've come to that juncture for some reason we we're in the habit of calling that failure versus that's just not getting me where I want to go right yeah. and it's not that it's a failure it was an experiment to begin with and it just didn't work right and so those wasn't that wasn't the right combination of elements to produce the result that you wanted. And I think that that's, you know, as we do this creative process and as we grow and evolve and as humans, because I think that we are, I think we're, we're coming out of that industrial age, you know, where everything was process oriented and technology oriented and all that stuff. And we're returning to a time and, a, and, and we're, we're living into a new time when it's so much more about the creative process. and. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and learning how to like allow ourselves the freedom of experimenting a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But even in the, you know, even in the industrial process or, or industrial age and the age of science and invention that we live in, there is nothing that has come to be on its first try. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I was just um, at an event this morning with um, women in tech, the group in New Hampshire that I participate in. And a lot of the conversation was, about remembering, you know, the, um, the need for failure, because it is truly trial and error that creates the next invention. Um, And, and somehow, I think we've forgotten that our own life could be, you know, a series of laboratory experience experiments, right? (laughs) We try something and if it's not for us, we let it go. Right. And we do that a lot. I mean, I do that with food. I try a particular food and I go, Oh, that was interesting. My family knows 
I don't love that. <laughs> I may never eat that again, but I tried it. Um, you know, and um, so I do, you know, I go going back to being um, what, who we have to be to achieve our goals and how do we want to feel the, one of the things that is loud and clear for me in the last, and it, it's probably always been in me, but I've let it emerge more is the sense of curiosity, right? Um, that sense of wonder and curiosity. And I think that keeps me focused on the experiment of what I might try yeah. to feel the way I want to feel yeah. and then assess, does that get me closer to the life I want? Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I, you know, as you were talking, for some reason, I was this, this like thing popped into my mind about, you know, um, the idea of when we have a big goal, like, let's say we had a big goal to be a public speaker, and we hadn't done any of that, right? That's a really big goal. That's a, that's a, that's, a, and it's a worthy goal, right? But in order to become like a public speaker and maybe you want to be a sought after public speaker like that's a really big path right there's a lot that goes into that and what i think of you know along the trajectory of that path is something in you you know like recognizing something in you wants to have your voice heard right and something in you wants to be um be speaking to, to larger groups of people. Something, you know, think about the elements of what it is that you're thinking that you that you want to have happen, right? And I feel like oftentimes it's a healing path, right? It's like our path, when we have a big goal like that, it's, it's part of our path of coming into wholeness, you know, a more full sense of self, a more, a more extended version of self-expression. And along the way, public speaking is a great example, right? Because there's so many fears that you have to face and so many parts of you that have to be developed well to get there and do that thing, right? And Laurel, you were doing the storytelling last year, so you probably really can speak into this one. All the things along the way. All the fear? Absolutely, yeah. all the fear, yeah. Yeah, right, right? Yeah, it, you know what, and that was a healing process for me. Um, because I, you know, last year I was struggling my, with my own visibility and, and it wasn't just being visible. It was, you know, being heard, being heard and seen. Right. And so I did, I, I embarked on this new adventure of putting myself on stage at a live event, which was odd in itself. It was last September, um, you know, telling a story, a 10 minute story that I had to wrote right based on the theme of the show and telling that story to a room an audience full of people I could not see because the show lights were so bright yeah right and again what one of those elements of um of public speaking that you may not even think about but it would you would encounter it when the time comes right you're up on the stage you think you're going to be looking at all these people looking at you and instead you can't see anything because the lights are in your eyes and you're that's just, right you're wondering how is everybody receiving this right that's right and be yeah. part of the experience right yeah. and you know and it is interesting because i had done i've i did public speaking in my corporate career in front of audiences of hundreds of people you know and and, um, but there was something in the storytelling that it was much more of revealing me 
my own stories and who I was, my voice, not the voice of someone else, not the brand and image of someone else. And so, you know, that vulnerable thing of putting myself out there and it, and then the, the lights, you know, what I now know is my expectations were based on past experience, right? And so oftentimes that's such a good reminder of our expectations are tied to something in the past. And if we can um, invoke curiosity instead of holding on to the expectations based on the past, then maybe I wouldn't have been so surprised or, you know, um, uncomfortable not being able to see my audience. Um, It was a great learning experience. And while I have no plans to do that again, what I know now is when I do it again, it's not out of the question. Um, It's just not on my immediate calendar. When I do it again, my expectations will be different and my curiosity will will be greater, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Every step of the way we grow those, we grow ourselves, our muscles, expand ourselves to contain the new experience in a new way, more, more, uh, yeah, again, more ability to just know there could be things here that are unexpected. So I, you know, I'm going to be ready to encounter them and see what happens. Yeah. And, you know, I think that ties in from, for me with, um, you know, sharing my goals with other people, right? That's all part of being seen and heard. Um, It's part of, of, um, I'm going to say revealing, you know, who I am on the inside and my heart's desires, which, you know, maybe sometimes it's scary to reveal that to other people mm-hmm. because we are always looking for other people's input and impression and opinion. And, yeah. and that's, that is frightening at times. And I think I know having been uh, reluctant to speak, you know, what I want is you know, there's so many elements to that. And this is a great, you know, when we talk about journey to wholeness and creating your beautiful life, right? Even that to talking, being able to speak out what you want, right? Is a willingness to make public something that may not happen for you. So you have to face the disappointment or maybe rejection or whatever, whatever it is, right? And so I know for me, that was a lot of my early life was saving myself from those feelings. I didn't wanna feel that any more than I already had. So I wouldn't speak aloud those things that I wanted. And it's been a long journey to get to the place where I could speak what I want more openly. And as I'm listening to you, I'm having new ideas about how to do that, actually. Thank you for all your Are you going to be on stage telling stories next? Is that what you're going to do? Come on. Um, You know, I have a question, though, about that. And and was it your fear of if, in fact, you were you didn't meet the goal, were you was your fear that other people would be judging you because you hadn't achieved that goal? Was it a few was it a fear of a future judgment? You know, I think that inside myself, I could probably say, yes, that might be true. But I think the truth was I would be judging myself. I I had a big judge that I had to come to terms with, shall we say, <laughs> over the years. And so, yeah, I think it was more about that, really. You know, I think mm-hmm. it was more myself feeling like I'd let myself down or I felt like a failure or I 
couldn't get what I wanted, you know, and why talk about it anyway, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it was more about me in the end. And I think, and I think that's probably true for a lot of people. It's, it's, it's easy to project the judge out there to other people. You're afraid of being judged, but ultimately if we're not judging ourselves, we, we really, we don't worry about that so much. Isn't that true? That, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And you know, I mean, I, when you think about that journey to wholeness, you know, much of what we, we experience externally is really a mirror of what is happening internally. And, you know, whether it's the, the critic, you know, your self-critic or um, your self-judgment, all of those things, you know, we, we need to work through those things. That's and great. look at, yeah. and, and part of that journey to wholeness is really looking at the wholeness of who we are, you know, the good, bad, and ugly, right? Yeah. And uh, messy and the, you know, the divine and the evil all wrapped in one, right? Yeah. Um, and making peace with that because that is part of our human nature. I know. I always think of that word. We are all qualities, you know, it's, it's the shadow qualities in us that we don't want to see that we usually get stumped by and interrupt our lives, you know, really deeply. So to be able to like, look at all that and open to all that, one of the ways to, uh, another way to approach how to, you know, if you're, if you're setting goals for your beautiful life, right. If you look around your life and say, if my outer life is a reflection of my inner life and my inner beliefs, right? One way to do it is to look around your outer life and go, what don't you like, right? What is it that feels not right or doesn't match up with how you want your beautiful life to be? And then that's one pathway too, to saying, okay, well then how come, how come I've, I've, I've created that? Or how come I'm having this experience? What, what in me draws that experience into my life and into my, my, my world right now and start to break it down that way right so that's another pathway that's another beautiful pathway to how to set some goals for how to have a beautiful life yeah that is really good and i'm thinking right now about my you know my messy house and the corners where i hide things right <laughs> <laughs> no? yeah, the guest yeah. bedroom which needs a full day of work before a guest can arrive right, right. um but you know it it does remind me of the external or the um, the behavior that kind of contributes to that is, is over planning and overdoing and over scheduling and over giving, right? Then leads me to have these messy dark corners that are chaotic. And what a great representation of, like if I were to think about my myself as that home, that's exactly what happens when I'm overdoing and overgiving. Right, right. You don't I've have time got... to take care of yourself. No. It's all stuck in the messy corners because you don't have time for it. <laughs> it's true. That's so true, though. I, I you know, I've, I've thought about, um, you know, for me, lately, I've noticed my closets are cleaner than they used to be. So I feel like, you know, just like you, right, the pathway has been I'm, I'm trying to clean up my messy corners, right? I'm working on cleaning up my messy corners now and I'm doing a better job, right? But it's, but it's a journey. And to be able to see it that way, that that's what you're actually doing, right? And yeah. 
that's be- that's actually really beautiful. Like there's mm-hmm. if you go over and say I'm going to just clean up that messy corner because I feel like something in me is going to shift if I do that because something in me is allowing that to like do do it in tandem. That's that's wonderful to watch and observe. Yeah. Make it an experiment. Make it fun. You know, like I cleaned up that messy corner. If I can keep it clean, what might change in my life? Right? Could you imagine? I know. I know. I want to say something about goals too before we um, before we wrap up pretty soon, Laurel. One of the things I want to say for uh, our listeners is I have a time in January where I do kind of you know, do my goal setting for the year. But my bigger experience of really feeling into like, what do I want in the year ahead comes more organically at my birthday time. And so for people that don't resonate at all with this January 1st, I got to set a bunch of goal stuff. I would say tune into yourself and see if you have the urge to do it just around your birthday time. Sometimes it comes a little before, sometimes it comes right at, might come after, but uh, that's our natural cycle of rebirthing ourselves and coming, that's our time when we came into the world. And so often that energy is there to, um, to, to motivate us, right? And to be called into in a more, in a more natural way, yeah. Yeah. Do you find that in your birthday? I do. I do. My birthday is in January though. So I get, you know, it, the entire season of January feels right for me. Mm. It feels like a new year and then my birthday and then um, Chinese new year is right after my birthday. So I'm in this whole season of new, right. Um, And that feels really good to me. So I, I typically do a lot of reflection of the year behind me or years behind me um in January and then you know really looking forward to the next year um and what and what do I want you know where do I want to grow how how do I want to be that's different um and that's exciting to me you know I I have a life map that I use and I've I discovered it probably eight years ago um but it it has a few different points and one of them starts with what legacy do you want to leave? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to experience? You know, what, what possessions do you want to have? I, I should know the next one, but I don't, but there's four areas, right? That, but I think about that a lot. What legacy do I want to leave? And am I living a life that is, is putting me closer to leaving that legacy? And those are big, long-term. I plan to live to 100, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I am too. It's in my genes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that, all those questions are really great for our listeners. I hope, you know, if you're, if you've been listening to the podcast and you're this far along, go back, you know, and just recapture the questions, you know, come, kind of come through and make sure you get those questions. Although maybe we'll put them in the notes this time. I think that would be really Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. And, um. And so Laurel, as we kind of wrap up here on this, first I want to say Happy New Year to everybody and Mm. thank you for being with us. I hope that we spend the whole year together here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. One of the things that Laurel and I have done and um, will be talking more about is um, talking about supporting women and coming together in a group 
for beautiful work, beautiful life. And so we want to make sure everybody knows that that's going to be part of our year ahead in some way. So stay tuned. We'll, we'll keep you posted to see how that goes. Um, but we want to, we want to make sure that anyone who wants to do this beautiful work has a space to do it in and a space that they feel drawn to. So if you're drawn to working with us, stay tuned. We'll, we'll be more to come, right? Can't wait. Can't yeah. not wait for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. Yeah. Um, so these questions, I would say the questions that were coming up too for me as I was kind of thinking about it before we got on today to uh, record was, um, the how do you want to feel? How do I want to feel? And if you're, if you're kind of stumped with that, you can think about, uh, I love the idea of reflecting too, Laurel. You, you were talking about reflecting on the year past. So th maybe thinking about, you know, how did you feel a lot of last year that you, maybe you don't want to feel anymore? Because that will help lead you. If you're struggling with what you do want to feel, sometimes we can start with what we don't want and that will help start to shape it up a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thinking about that and even more, what do you want more of? What do you want less of in your life? You know, mm -hmm. thinking about looking at your day-to-day -day life that's yeah. what's, what else for you as you think about um, you know I think about um largely my goals you know, they fall into categories but I think about goals that are um tied to my values right how is it I want to be living in addition to how I want to feel but you know for me many of our listeners know and everyone in my life knows I live by two seasons, my summer and my not summer. And, um, <laughs> and um, wherever I am, you know, I want to be connected. I want to live in community. Um, I want to live in service. And so a lot of my goals for my seasons and my year are tied to those things, yeah. you know, how, how do I experience more community and connection? And how do I live in greater service? Um, and some of my goals, you know, as minor as they may sound, cleaning out the junk drawer, that really is in service of someone else and myself. Let's not be fooled, right? Um, my goals serve myself. Um, and I think that's important for our listeners to remember, there is no goal that is in our heart that we are not worthy of at all. Yeah, yeah. And even our goal to serve others is really about self. You know, it's mm -hmm. what, what we want for ourselves, what we want to feel. What mm -hmm. Serving others for you brings you a certain feeling, a certain way of experiencing. And that's what I mean about what state do you want to be in? You know, a state of feeling like I feel full and abundant because I just helped someone do whatever right like that feels so good and that's really what we're what the beautiful life is all about right yeah, yeah. goals that fill your soul that's it goals that fill your soul oh that's where we're going to end thank you laurel thank you so much happy new year everybody we'll be back for more next week on beautiful work beautiful life looking forward to it bye-bye bye for now Thank you for joining us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. We welcome questions from you, our listeners. Feel free to send one along. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. Thanks for being with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.